0: to the yet unnamed podcast within residence life and housing my name is justin brucci is it what
1: well, named? i named it what was S- it named? thriving not surviving oh that was the name of it uh maybe all right like we're floating it tweet us
0: at us just <laughs> straight on at us please <laughs> at what's your handle
1: at us on instagram yeah living at ud yeah at us yeah.
0: living at ud yes. if you have a better name Please let us know.
1: We can agree that it's not the strongest name, but it is the name that we have. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move forward with it. And it's not
0: the name; it's more the content. That's right. You know, and that's that's what we're that's what we're doing. Right. We're thriving here.
1: That's that's right. Yes.
0: So did you cut me off? Maybe. All right. Let me start. My name is Justin Brucci. I'm the coordinator of student and community advocacy within residence life and housing. And this podcast is coming to you hot.
1: I don't know what it's hot of but no, it's just hot <laughs> okay my name is sarah cummings i'm a communication specialist in the de- also in the department of residence life and housing
0: sarah this is my first podcast and i don't know what i'm doing
1: okay we'll figure it out together it's okay. kind of like being a first year student showing up
0: oh, that on was campus a perfect segue <laughs> that was just a perfect so i guess that you're welcome you're about to set me up can i slam dunk it yes so let's talk about the purpose of our podcast yes. what are we what are we trying to do
1: So students are likely having a lot of feelings about arriving on campus in just a few short weeks, and there's going to be a lot of information coming uh, at them, around them, under them, uh, to them about what they need to do and what they need to know. And we wanted to share a couple of um, tidbits from returning students about what worked for them when they were here last year, what they wish they knew.
0: I think it also applies to our returning students who might want to do some things differently or want to see what else is out there that maybe they weren't aware of during that first year, second year, whatever year they're coming back from, to be able to say, mm, this seems cool, I'll try something different. Because you certainly, this is a great playground to be able to develop some skills before graduating and going out to in a different, completely different new environment.
1: So although we did both attend college at some point, uh, we thought it would be most helpful if we reached out to some incoming students to find out what they're nervous about and also talk to some returning students to find out what worked for them and what advice they would give to incoming students about the first couple of days, first couple of weeks. First, let's talk about what you all are nervous about. We asked you on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm going to look at Instagram and Justin is going to look at Facebook. So... Let's see. Time management was mentioned several times. Finding classes.
0: That was a big one. I was surprised about that.
1: I also was surprised about that. Um, it was mentioned at least almost every other entry.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finding
1: my way around ca- campus. Yeah. Getting to class, not getting lost.
0: And I think the worst part is maybe getting lost. And then one person wrote going to the wrong class. Oh. So... There's a lot of anxiety about location and being in the right place at the right time, which I think is a big deal when you're transitioning to a new campus, new type of schedule and trying to manage everything, meals, et cetera, social life, finding time to do homework and all of that within a completely new environment.
1: That's right. Yeah. What did our friends on Facebook have to say?
0: So meeting new people, some of the similar stuff, traveling the campus alone, Not having enough space in the suites. So I know that's a lot, Mm. um, particularly for our friends over in Triples, trying to find—first navigating that roommate relationship with two other people, both of whom you might not know. Right. And then finding enough space for that. Um, I think something that was um, really—something that hit home for me was making friends, just generally, and being away from family. right? I think that's something that's throughout. And a lot of it is— I think to summarize, a lot of the stuff that I saw on Facebook was starting fresh, yes. with the blank slate. Maybe not knowing anyone, or knowing just maybe one or two people from high school. And what do you what do you do once you get here? You know, your family leaves, family guardians, whomever, and then you're just alone. Potentially, you certainly you have roommates. All right, that sounded a little bleak. You're not alone. And then we're you're here. just Alone. Sarah in the and world. I. <laughs> Sarah and I will be. <laughs> walking around <laughs> campus wearing shirts to say, ask us about our podcast. Come and say, hey, I listened to it. We'll give you, we're not going to give you anything. We'll give you a, a high five, whatever yes. you want. High five, handshake. That's about it. Yes. But.
1: You're not actually alone. I, I think that what you're getting at, Justin, eventually I think you were going to get it, there. It would, a,
0: <laughs> it would take a couple minutes, but eventually.
1: Is that you're not truly alone, but it's hard to feel connected when you don't know lots of people you don't know how to get around, you might feel like you're going to get lost, et etc. So how to navigate those first couple of days with that feeling.
0: And this might be too meta, but you're going to feel a lot of things. Yes. And I think it's important to recognize and try to name what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think our upper division students that we talk to might be able to speak a little bit more to this is, I think there's some value in sharing what you're experiencing, because chances are, There are other people on your floor, in your building, in your class that probably feel the same. Right. And by being a catalyst or at least saying, you know, I'm a little stressed out or anyone else get lost today? Yes. Opening that conversation can be really beneficial, not only just kind of letting some stuff out that you maybe been keeping, but might build a connection with someone else.
1: That's right. Yeah. Well, we're about to get to what our uh, lovely sophomore volunteers Um, have shared with us but before we lose you what hot tips do we have as professionals as old fogey professionals what do we hope that everyone does I know that it's kind of echoing what you just said remember that everyone feels nervous Mm -hmm. so it's unlikely that people are going to judge you for introducing yourself for asking questions for wanting to reach out and make friends so understand that that feeling of not knowing anyone is almost universal so instead of letting it separate you and feel distant from everyone else, let it be something that you can build connections on because that's something that you have in common.
0: Yeah, I, I think my strong residence life and housing bias is going to show with what I'm about to say, and mm-hmm. this is this podcast isn't sponsored yet, <laughs> but I'm hoping. But I think really, like, talk with your RA. Yes, they're they're just coming from two weeks roughly of training. Personally train them on a variety of different things and Just talk with them if something's not going as you thought it was If you want something to be better or frankly if you're just having a really good time and want to share it with someone I'm sure they'd love to hear it The Thing that I would hope all students and again, I think we're just kind of saying the same thing, but it really Boils down to you have resources people are there to talk with you if something's not going right Let's talk.
1: Great. So let's see what our returning students had to say.
2: Okay.
1: We are recording now. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, Shannon?
2: Hi, my name is Shannon Gibbons. I'm a rising sophomore at the University of Delaware. I'm a nursing student, and I am um, a rower for the women's varsity team here at UD, Um, and I'm super excited to be with you guys today. Awesome. Where did you live your first year? I lived in George Reed North on the fourth floor.
0: All right. I used to be the residence hall coordinator of George Reed, so I'm intimately familiar with that building.
2: I really enjoyed my experience there. Living on North Campus was completely different um, kind of vibe, but I really, really liked it.
0: I'm, we gl- I'm glad to hear that.
2: Can you tell us more about how it's a
1: different vibe up there?
2: So you're kind of like your own, like, separate community of you your own dining hall. Um, there's like some people, like, will have gone their whole years at UD and probably never visited North Campus, but we try to bring them up there. But we have like our own turf, and because there's the group of residence halls that are surrounded and majority of people are freshmen, you really um, build like a tight knit community between all of you guys. And you also have a kind of different view of campus. Um, I felt like I really like got a chance to explore a little bit more and get to see my friends who were like living on East or kinda, it just led me to want to explore more on campus. Mm -hmm.
0: Shannon, on your uh, Facebook post from when we kind of what prompted this episode, you talked about what you wish you would have known. And you said that everyone is in the same spot as you. Don't be afraid to ask for help or start a conversation. Can you talk about what spot you were in as an incoming student? What was kind of going through your mind? Any anxieties, any nerves? What, what was kind of going on?
2: I was really ready for a fresh start at UD. I was just excited. I would had a really great high school experience, but I was super excited about what I'm I'm studying nursing, and I'm so excited to kind of dive into that more. And I was just really, it was the perfect time for like this big life transition. And um, I felt like college was just that like perfect turning point. But I also, along with that, came to the nerves of I'm just living on my own for the first time. I've never shared a room with anyone, and I was living in a triple. So, not just one person, but two other people to think about. Um, I didn't exactly know what kind of extracurriculars I wanted to be involved in. I was involved in everything in high school, but I wanted to do a few things really well in college, but kind of explore more. Um, And I was nervous about classes, too. Were they going to be as much as, like, my high school teachers made them out to be, uh, as scary as they made them out to be, which turns out they aren't, so don't be nervous. (laughs) Yeah, but it was a really exciting, like, time to transition, but it was also pretty nerve-wracking.
0: What do you think helped you along the way?
2: I think what helped me was a lot of my, like, mentors back at home just kind of challenged me to really just go for it. Um, with everything to just not be afraid to try something new and know that like it may not like I may not love it but I might as well try and that's the beauty of college is that you could go to the first interest meeting of something and then not come back if it's not your thing there's not that like same thing in high school where you kind of had to commit to the same thing for all four years of high school just for like the sake of your resume or the sake of your college application um, but really you have the freedom to try and kind of evolve even more and let um, your interests evolve with you. You didn't have to choose the same things that you did in high school.
0: I'm not sure if that was a personal example that you were sharing about attending an RSO interest meeting, but do you have a personal example of something where you tried and you were just like, nah, this ain't for me?
2: I don't, but I, what I did do is I walked onto a varsity um, sport here, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. I I walked on not knowing if I was going to love it or if it was the right decision. Um, Turned out it was. And for a lot of people, it wasn't. And they, I saw a lot of my friends give it a try and say like, hey, this wasn't really my thing. But for me, I felt like I have chosen to do something that I never had intended. I don't think I ever knew rowing was a sport in high school. And here I am in college doing it on one of the highest levels that I can. Um, and I absolutely fell in love with it. So that's kind of my story of choosing something that was a little out of my box um, and something new in it working out.
0: That's awesome. That's a really good story. I think one of the things that people are concerned about is like, all right, if I try something and don't like it, what are the other people who are maybe in that RSO or something? What are they going to say about me? Are they going to judge me as someone who went through and kind of got to the other side and you saw people who didn't, for whatever reason, join that team. Did y'all talk about them?
2: No, we kind of all were, we were in the same boat because we were all freshmen all trying something new. And I think it was that um, you just have to expect a level of maturity For each other have a standard of it for each other and it's not the same kind of petty let's go talk about someone behind their back so treat people the way you would want to be treated um within those rso's and just kind of own your story own what you want to do and um leave gracefully don't just leave without saying anything or own that hey like they i tried it but it wasn't my thing and that's totally okay you can change and evolve this is the perfect time to do that
0: that's a soundbite right there. Sarah, any questions?
2: Um, hmm.
1: Tell me about living in a triple.
2: It was a really interesting experience. Um, I walked kind of into this triple, I found one of my roommates on Facebook, and then I had no idea I was going to be living in a triple. So I got, another person got added in. Um, and so and then I didn't know my mates, obviously, but the cool thing was I was in a living and learning community for nursing. It's called the nursing nook. And so we all live together. So we all have the same major. So that was something kind of common interest to build off of, but it worked really well. The one thing I would say is that like unspoken expectations are like always going to be unmet. So kind of making sure with whether you're living in a triple or not, make sure you have open lines of communication with your roommates, make sure like if your biggest pet peeve is that, like, the trash isn't going to be taken out, then you need to say that or else maybe they didn't know. Maybe they just expected you to take it out. So making sure that you kind of speak into what uh, little nuances maybe get to you um, and having that open line of communication with your roommates will keep things really flowing well. And just enjoy living with other people. They are genuinely having the same experience as you are. Um, there's so many great memories to have. I was... When I was like driving home from school this year, I was thinking back to just how much like things had changed. and I was thinking about just all the great um, memories I had with my roommates down to like the little late night conversations that we had or the stressful times during finals week or um, that time that we got pizza like really late at night. Like all those like little things um, that really are just sweet moments for my freshman year that I'm grateful that I lived um, within just with a lot of people.
1: Nice. Nice. Can you share any insight into how incoming freshmen or incoming first-year students can meet other people in their first couple of days on campus?
2: I would say don't be too cool for school. Um, Go to the, like, activities at the beginning. I swear you're not going to be the only one there. Um, Encourage your roommates and other people to go with you, even if you don't really know them. Um, The only way that you're going to get to know people is shared experiences and memories. And um, the university really puts a lot of effort into that first, um, few weeks to really make you feel comfortable. So go to the game day 101, go, um, to the twilight, like induction ceremony and go to like all the little things, um, because they're set up for you to meet people. And so, um, kind of go out on the whim for them, even if it may feel a little uncomfortable. Um, And don't be afraid to ask people questions you don't have that same kind of thing that you had in high school where you grew up with those people so you can ask the little questions about like where they grew up, kind of go back to that repertoire of just like getting to know people, Um, it's different, but I promise like, it's worth building in the first few weeks kind of going out of your comfort zone to build those friendships they will last for the semester and they're going to be really important when you get in the thick of it.
0: Great. Uh Kind of going a little bit more specifically, is there anything that you think everyone should do within their first week at UD? Something that you really highly recommend?
2: I really highly recommend going and walking the whole campus again, by yourself, or like with your roommate. Me and my roommate did that. We like got coffee our first morning together and we walked the whole campus. And it felt so big at first, but I'm pretty sure when you finish, you'll know it by the back of your hand when you finish the year. Um, and you won't be able to imagine how you got lost around CR or Perkins. Like you'll have no idea how that ever happened to you. But I think walk the campus and genuinely kind of like get a lay of the land without there being a million other people around. Cause when you get to that like 10 a.m. mark on a regular day of classes, um, there will be so many people out there. So really just enjoy it and kind of take it all in at first.
1: Wow, that was some really great advice from Shannon.
0: Yeah, it was. I I really um, appreciated hearing everything that she had to say. And I definitely think there's some Uh, pieces of information that students that are either coming to UD or who are already here might be able to uh, gain some knowledge from.
3: I agree. But
1: I do want to say that she mentioned that the classes were easier than she expected and I believe that's true for Shannon and it is true for some of our students but Um, lots of students also do have an adjustment period to, uh, adapting to a college level course load, and there's no shame in that game. There's plenty of people that have to re, um, align their study practices, maybe learn some new skills. So don't be discouraged if you get here and you find that you have to level up your skills. There's lots of resources for students to experience that.
0: As one of those students, Sarah, you know, I, I, I can share that, You can graduate. You can still have good GPA by the time you graduate. It's just a matter of finding the right resources. Unfortunately, it's with a little bit of trial and error, but with persistence and trying those different things, I think you can succeed.
1: Awesome.
0: So Shannon mentioned uh, having a mentor, and I think that's an incredibly valuable resource, having someone that you can connect with and share what's working and what's not. And if you are one of the students that already has a mentor, fantastic. Keep that relationship going. If you're someone who doesn't have that mentor and are looking for someone who you can really connect with and bounce ideas off of and get that feedback, talk with someone. Talk with your RA, talk with your residence hall coordinator, talk with any professional staff member or um, upper-class student and begin to develop those relationships. And hopefully by putting yourself out there, asking the right questions, taking an interest in the other person, you can start to develop that relationship.
1: Or we could even volunteer ourselves. If you're having trouble finding a mentor, reach out to your favorite amateur podcasters and we'll help <laughs> connect you with someone, perhaps.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I thank you for putting ourselves out there. I've never <laughs> been a mentor. I think that would be cool. Um, so yeah, hit us up. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's see what uh, Brooke has to say. (laughs) Okay, we are recording now. And Brooke, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Sure. So I'm a rising sophomore. I'm a biology major and I'm also from the state of Delaware, so I'm an in-state student. Great,
1: and where did you live your first year?
3: My first year I lived in South Academy.
1: How did you feel when you got that assignment?
3: I was shocked because that was the first year it was opening, so we had no idea what it was going to look like, so it was a little surprising, so I didn't know what I was getting into until move-in day.
1: Gotcha, okay, so I'm gonna pass it over to Justin to ask the real meaty questions now.
0: Yeah, Brooke, so looking back when you were that summer before move-in, what were you nervous about? What were you excited about for that move-in weekend and coming to UD?
3: I was most nervous about meeting my roommate because I went random, so I had no idea who exactly I was meeting with, even though we chatted online. You really don't know until you physically meet them, but I think the most exciting part leading up to moving in is just picking out stuff for your dorm room and thinking about all the things you're going to do once you get there. It's really nerve-wracking, but I think just the anticipation is what really got me excited.
0: Yeah, so using that anticipation uh, and using that as a motivator, I think is really, really helpful. When you were, um, in talking about that nervousness with a random roommate, what do you think helped that first weekend and developing that relationship once you finally met?
3: I think what really helped was we both just kind of admitted how nervous we truly were. Because you really, you you have no idea, even though you talk and on social media and you text and all of that. I think when you finally get to see each other and you talk it out and you both talk about how nervous you were when you had, you know, when you first meeting each other. I think that is what helped. I think.
0: Yeah. Can you talk about some of the things that you and your roommate? did to develop that relationship?
3: Sure. So the first weekend of move-in, there were a lot of activities. So we went to a bunch of those together. We went to, I think, Perkins. We went to Trabant. We went everywhere over campus together.
0: Nice. Did you have a particularly like favorite event? Because I know there are a couple different events that go on throughout that kind of move-in weekend and beyond.
3: Honestly, I think my favorite thing throughout the whole um, first weekend was just going through the dining hall because... Out of everything, that made you feel like the most comfortable, because that's where you're going to be spending the most time rather than Perkins or Trabant.
0: Yeah, definitely. Can you talk about how you went about developing and finding friends on your floor or in your major throughout campus outside of your roommate?
3: Sure. So on the first day, we all decided to pretty much open our doors on my first floor. And we, what we did was we all would just go to everybody's floor and introduce ourselves. And I think that was a very good way to start relationships with the people on our floor. And then as a floor, we would go to a bunch of things together the very first week. And our RA would have a bunch of group meetings with our floor. And I think it was a good, we had a lot of icebreakers. So that was a good way to introduce and meet a bunch of people. And then via my classes, I think what I noticed was a lot of my freshmen professors who knew they were teaching freshmen would try to make us do a little bit of group activities during class so you would get to know people in your major or in that class because it is hard when you're very new to reach out to people on your own so I think that was a good way they try to get you to talk to other people.
1: Is there anything that you wish you had known or anything that you um if you could go back and do differently you would with your first couple of days first couple of weeks on campus
3: if I could go back I would definitely go to everything there were a lot of things I missed out on just because I was really nervous so I would definitely try to encourage myself back then to not care what I how I felt just to go do everything and everything
0: you mentioned earlier um that you were nervous and it was a a relief when you talked with your roommate about that and you both shared kind of your nervousness and some of your anxieties did you talk with anyone else or what were your uh sources of support throughout that first week in that big period of transition that really helped um acclimate you to campus
3: One of the things that helped was since I'm from Delaware, one of my friends who went to my high school also went to UD as well. And she lived one floor above me. Mm. So we knew each other previously. So then it felt good just to know one person going into it. And then through that, basically, we went through a lot of it together, like talking about how it, you know, how we felt and all of that.
0: Gotcha. Any recommendations for someone who might not know anyone um at the university when they come here?
3: Sure. I think the best thing is just to have an open mind and then to even if you are nervous, just to know that it's not even if you try to reach out to somebody, nothing's permanent, so it's always worth giving it a shot to like try to reach out to people and get acclimated and do everything because even if you are if you do feel alone, you won't feel like that forever and I think that's important for people to realize.
0: Cool. Um, what is one thing that you think everyone should do within their first week at UD?
3: I think everybody should just tour the campus completely. Just take a walk with, by yourself or with some friends from your floor and just walk around together because it really gets you to learn where you're walking and going. In even though you don't have any classes yet, you have no idea where you're actually going to go. It's just neat because you get to see the campus for what it is.
1: That's a great suggestion. I have one one more question, which is that when you um, commented on Facebook, you said the first few weeks may seem like the most stressful and full of anxiety, but looking back at it, those were the most fun and relaxing weeks of the entire first semester. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
3: Sure. Yeah. I mean, when you first get there, you're so nervous because there's so many things you're thinking about. And it makes time go by so fast because you're, you get there and you're like, what do I do now? But then once you start to go and do things and you start to talk to people and you start to go out and explore, it I mean, time goes by so fast. So to me, it's, you want to not waste it by being stressed and anxious because even though you feel that way, time's going to fly so fast and you're going to be like, wow, those were really great because that's when you meet all these people you're going to be friends with for the next four years where you're going to go to the classrooms you're going to spend four years at.
1: Okay, so Justin and I are deeply impressed with the intelligence and self-awareness of the two students we talked to. Uh, I wish that I was operating with that level of uh, introspection and humility. I know for in a fact, sophomore year.
0: I know for a fact, I know, I could not have done that as a sophomore.
1: So cheers to you all. you may not even need this podcast. You should be giving this podcast. Feel free to take mm-hmm. it over. We're totally ready to uh, you know bow our heads to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully this was helpful and we're gonna make a couple other ones about some other things. Next, I think we're going to talk about triples. Yeah, living in triples because there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of nervousness about that and we're going to share some strategies for Living with a roommate which is a new experience for a lot of people as well.
0: And I think we're very much in the pilot stage so if there's things that you're Interested about or want someone else's perspective whether it's a faculty staff or another student's perspective email message us on our uh, residence life and housing Facebook Instagram pages Let us know, um, and we'd love to hear this. Love to hear from you all and to make this podcast whatever you want.